Today is Thursday, November 28th, 2019, and these are three notable brand and retail news stories. 1. Chatbots certainly have evolved, or rather, the data collection and synthesis of our information to online customer service representatives has grown. Luxury customers shopping online at Gucci are seen, tracked, and chatted with. And the approach of the online customer service rep changes based on the information the shopper's avatar reveals about us. Gucci hopes this much detail on each shopper profile will allow their service reps to treat shoppers as if they were in-store and not online. PowerFront is one software powering this progression in data presentation. Each customer is represented by a color-coded avatar with accessories, giving a surprisingly thorough look at the shopper's online behavior and history. A customer service agent may click on your colorful little avatar and see your IP address, location, sometimes your name, and any of your past purchases. And you don't need to be a registered user of Gucci to have all this information available. A VIP badge indicates you've purchased before. Holding a Gucci shopping bag means that there are items in your cart. If my avatar is green, it means I've logged into my Gucci account. And if smoke is coming out of my avatar's ears, it could be because I've been waiting a long time for a response. Through an analysis of customers' words, chat box text can be seen even before send is pressed. The movement of their cursors and other personalized data, the platform creates profiles of shoppers' moods. PowerFront identifies this as, quote, sentiment. Some may be horrified, others may think this gets you closer to having a personal shopper with you online. But I guess this will ultimately depend on the service quality of the rep on the other end of the screen in the Gucci call center. To give us a bit of guidance on how concerned we should be, Dr. Jennifer King spoke with Jonah Bromwich at the New York Times. Dr. King is the Director of Consumer Privacy at the Center for Internet and Society at Stanford Law School. She said, quote, We've removed so many social cues from online conversation that I can actually see the benefit of trying to add that back in, end quote. Cause for concern would be storing emotional profiles and selling data and insights. Someone in the office mused that now when they receive poor service from a chatbot online, it may have to do with their annual spend just like in the Gucci store. A joke, I'm sure. Saint Laurent, Sephora, Staples, I should definitely be getting better service from that bot, and Brioni are all customers of PowerFront. Two, luxury pop-up shops have moved into hotel lobbies en masse this holiday season in New York City. The more traditional retailers will be setting up, Nordstrom at the JW Marriott Essex House, Bloomingdale's at the Lowe's Regency, and Macy's at the Grand Hyatt. FAO Schwartz is taking it to another level. At the Conrad and Midtown, you can book a suite filled with toys, and of course, all merchandise is for sale. The room is $3,000 a night. The Benjamin, known for its sleep-improving amenities, will have a sleepy pop-up with pajamas and sleep detox kits. The most impressive display goes to the well-traveled trunk at the Sofitel, who made a luggage tree. These pop-ups bring shopping directly to the customer, further cementing the retailer-hotel relationship. Retailers are hoping it will create a positive halo effect for their brands, 
even if a customer doesn't purchase. And it's fairly low risk because hotels aren't charging rent. Lobbies are another physical touch point as foot traffic at malls continues to decline. New York City is expecting an almost 3% rise in travelers this holiday season and a visitor spend of nearly $9 billion at retail. Three, Trampery, the London fashion incubator has officially graduated its first cohort from the Sustainable Fashion Accelerator program. Supported by the Mayor of London's Good Growth Fund and Hackney Wick's Creative Enterprise Zone, Trampery welcomed seven labels. They will integrate sustainability into their business models with the help of the industry community and resources provided by the incubator. One designer, Stephen Tai, said that the program gave him a more holistic vision for his business. He re-examined their manufacturing process to produce only on demand, not even ordering fabrics until the item has been ordered online. Over the past six months, Tai, Reshimova, and the other designers took part in workshops and classes ranging from PR strategy, leadership, team building, to supply chain management. One of the biggest challenges with the sustainable model can be financial viability. The Accelerator program aims to address that issue directly with a variety of industry-leading experts. Over the next three years, the program is set to work with 30 businesses. That's it for today. And for those of you stateside, for real this time, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.